welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, I have no idea what's going on because I have not updated this show in quite some time. So I don't even remember. So those of you who are very loyal listeners will know that the podcast has not updated for several months now. And people have been asking me, is it coming back? Is it coming back? And the answer is yes, it is coming back. So that is the short story. The longer story, which I will give you a quick explanation of, is is that, well, life happened. A couple of things. First of all, some of the people involved with the podcast got extremely busy. We just couldn't record for weeks, if not months at a time, and it was causing issues. We were running out of episodes, and that's one issue. The other issue is that when I first started the podcast, I really had a lot of free time. I was just doing the podcast, and I was doing one episode a week, then I eventually did two episodes a week, but then we started the Roll for Combat, you know, product line, and we have, well, a couple of books out, and this year, 2023, we put out 34 books. I think it's 34. 34, 36 books. Point is, is that that's almost one book a week. Think about that for a second. I, myself, was putting out almost an entire book every single week and then trying to do two podcasts a week as well. That is a lot of work. Plus, I have my weekly YouTube show and I have another company that I run, so I just ran out of time. Now, I was really trying very, very hard to keep the podcast going, but after 500 plus episodes, I was just burnt out. And then combined with the fact that we weren't meeting, we weren't recording, I was kind of out of episodes... Long story short is that I just needed a break. But the good news is that most of those books, those 34 books, are out and done. And now, well, now I'm just putting out a couple of books a month as opposed to, you know, a book every single week. We obviously have the Year of Monsters, which is two books a month, and that comes out. And that has morphed into the Year of Legends. For those of you who don't know, the Year of Legends is on Kickstarter right now. And if you really, really, really want to support the show and make sure I keep doing the podcast, please go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. Check out the Year of Legends. You get to play. You get to play an amazingly cool race or ancestry. We did the Year of Monsters, where you can play things like demons and slimes and mimics and minotaurs and gremlins and oni and we're coming out with the intelligent weapon this month december and let me tell you that is the craziest race slash ancestry we've ever done you've ever seen it is unbelievably complex it's eleven thousand words 18 pages and that's just the play well if you want to play an animated weapon that's how it works anyhow that was also taking up a huge amount of my time of course, I also had, oh, I don't know, let me look here at my bookshelf. Oh, Joe the Indigo Isle, which was, I don't know, about half a million words I had to completely lay out and do this year. I also had the Battle Zoo Best Story, Strange and Unusual, which we put out this year. We also had World of Battle Zoo Indigo Isles, which we also put out this year. So, yeah, I've been really busy. Plus, I also do all the Foundry modules. Plus, I do the website. Plus, I do the YouTube show. Plus and plus and plus. You get the idea. So something had to give. And unfortunately, it was the podcast that gave. 
However, the good news is that over that time, I was able to gather a huge amount of new episodes, so I now have pretty much enough episodes to last, well, forever, because we did keep recording, and you can actually see the live unedited episodes on YouTube if you're curious, and you can just go to youtube.rollforcombat.com, but if you want to hear the edited episodes, we are going to continue the podcast, and I'm going to try to do this at least weekly, but don't kill me if it, you know, skips a week here and there. Obviously, I'll do everything in my power to make sure this continues on a weekly basis. But, you know, the continuous pressure to put out two episodes a week every single week was just too much while trying to do everything else I explained. Now, we do have people helping out with the podcast, which is actually the biggest help. You know, I did have people, unfortunately, I haven't used them in months. I don't know if they disappeared or not. Really, all it entails is someone actually takes the podcast, listens to it, does a simple edit, you know, taking out breaks in between like you know sometimes we have a break or sometimes we have technical issues and all i do is take that out and obviously sometimes there's you know like dogs barking or someone has to go you know to the door or someone's at the door you know like things like that or trick-or-treaters you know it could be anything and that's what we take out in the podcast and if you listen to the live episode you can hear all that and see what's going on but long story short is i actually have someone who helps me out and they usually edit it for me and then i put the edited episodes up However, if you know if you're interested in helping out and doing this for me, uh, that would help a lot and keep the podcast going because that takes a fair amount of my time. Also, we are trying to work smarter here at Roll for Combat. You know, I doubt I'm ever gonna put out. I think it was something like. 2,500 pages in one year and it's just me and Mark Seifter and that's it that's the whole company and I do all the layout myself and all the editing so it's me just me trying to do two podcasts and a YouTube show and run a company and run another company that builds websites plus then actually doing the layout for 2,500 pages and then actually getting the books out and dealing with publishers and you can get the idea it's uh it's a lot for one person. And the thing about when you're editing a podcast is you can't really do anything else. Like, you know, sometimes I can actually multitask and do other things. But when I'm doing a podcast, I have to spend all my time sitting there listening and editing the podcast. So it does require a fair amount of time. Anyhow, that's a lot of explanation as to what's going on. So here's the deal. I do want to keep the podcast going. I do want everyone to see the end of the conclusion of this. We do play, and you can watch us live, by the way. We play usually Sunday and Monday nights. So if you know want to catch us, you can. If you actually want to watch the shows, you can go to the YouTube channel and actually watch the shows live there. They're unedited, and you can watch those. But here's the deal. I will try to put out the podcast on a weekly basis like I used to. And if it's not every week... Maybe it'll be every other week or so. And just, you know, don't unsubscribe. Keep up with it. In the past, I've had issues where, like, if I didn't even put out the podcast for one week, we would lose a huge amount of viewers. But something that kept me going and actually brought me back is that I get reports as to how many people are still subscribed and getting the podcast. And even though the podcast was gone for a couple of months... The numbers never really went down, which made me think, wow, people did not abandon the podcast. People are still listening, still finding it, still discovering it. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to keep going. And I have some time now. I don't have a huge amount of work coming up in the next couple of months. Hopefully I can get back into a rhythm. And also I've had some time away from the podcast after doing it for five years and 500 episodes. I basically needed a vacation and now I'm reinvigorated. And hopefully... 
you will be able to keep me going. And I'm going to tell you right now, the number one way to keep me going is please, please, please go to the Kickstarter. Go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. Please support the Year of Legends. It'll mean a lot to me. It'll keep the lights on. It'll allow me to keep doing what we're doing. Allow me to do the podcast while continuing Roll for Combat. Plus, you're going to get some amazing stuff. Not only do you get... 13 amazing ancestries or races. You get to play angels. You get to play demons. You get to play swarm blood, which is amazing. It's like a swarm inside someone's body. It's cool as hell. You get to play an evil eye, a sphinx, a gargoyle, a were creature. And not only is it a were creature, you could be like a were crocodile. It doesn't have to be a werewolf. Like a were anything. You could be a lamia. You could be giant. You could be a golem board, a psychopomp. Uh, Boreal and Serophage, which is actually my favorite because they're basically mind flayers. They're not mind flayers, but they're mind flayers. And that one is going to be awesome. That's going to probably be my favorite one. And you can obviously get it for 5e. You can get it for Pathfinder. And the coolest thing is I'm making hundreds and hundreds of animated tokens that you can use in Foundry or your VTT of choice. And when you see these things in action... Even I'm just like, damn, these things are amazing looking. So much so that I've added hundreds and hundreds. There's going to be more animated tokens than static tokens because they look so freaking cool. So if you're listening to this, please, please, please support the Kickstarter. It's only up for another two weeks. You can just go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. It'll mean a lot to me. It'll help out the channel. It'll help out the actual podcast. It just helps. Not going to lie. It's going to help. And it's going to make it a lot easier for me to continue doing the podcast. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. The performers located a massive wooden siege tower that appears to be the home of the Zolgath leadership. They cooked up a plot to ensnare the Saurians into the structure, then use Hap's particularly powerful pyrotechnics to burn the Bastion and its baleful battalion in a bright, beautiful blaze. But the performers bungled it! Most of them waited nearby while Steel Scales flew in through the top of the siege tower and right into the face of the biggest gug she's ever seen. Well, maybe not the face, but you know what? Yes, she flew into its face with just basically a huge multi-tooth gaping maw. And after fleeing that ferocious fiend, she rejoined her companions and flew the frick out of there. Will the performers be able to defeat this powerful foe? Will they ever see Book 5? Find out on this week's episode of Roll for Combat's Three Ring Adventure! That was a masterwork. That was very, very good. That's the that. best one you've had. The yet. amount yeah, of I, I was yes, alone. That work. was the best hero one point. you've ever done. <laughs> I'll give you a hero point. That was so good. That was, that was the you. best one ever. I don't know why, but it just was. It's masterful. Well, it right the, at the start, the she had the longest of the alliterations, yeah. you know? It was the Nutella that did that. I tell ya. Here, I'm going to show a picture mm, of the... Uh, chemical foods. There we go. That's the... Uh, that's the... Uh. <laughs> there's, there's like <laughs> nine bees in a row. <laughs> that was the Gug. That's a very cool name for a Gug. Helga eats the eaters. That's a cool name. I yeah. will eat you. That was a really scary, terrible cug, and it, I, Steel Skill doesn't want to meet that thing anytime soon again. Nope, nope, gonna need some ranged attacks. Yep, yep, yep. Yeppers, yeppers, and more yeppers. Well, according to this, Atron and Darius are still invisible. 
and steal scale. Yeah, we didn't from, do anything. From, from their point of view, they're like, okay, we're going to wait here until we hear the sign. And then you see steel scale fly up, go in, and you hear, like, from those cartoons, you know, like the cartoon sounds like, yeah. Yeah. and then flies back out. And like, that's it. We're out of here. Yep. <laughs> that didn't work. Let's leave. Bye-bye. Pretty much. <laughs> You're like, yeah, let's go. Uh, I think you did fly. I think you all did leave. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. Even though you're on, I'm keeping you on the map just to help you plan. Um, if that, if you want, I'd appreciate. I, yeah, yeah, I appreciate. I, you that. can just stay here. I, we don't have to move you to another map. And also now the audience gets to see something. Um, yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> you know what happened. And I showed you a picture. I had a nice picture of. Uh, I don't think I can show that to the audience easily, but uh, of what you actually saw, and it was like a very big siege tower that appears to be a little bit fireproof. Uh, and that because some creature in there was literally made of fire attacking you, so this thing does not seem to be super flammable. And uh, there are oh wait, I can show the handout to everyone. Here we go. Here's what it looks like. That's the siege tower. Yeah, this thing is massive and scary and apparently fireproof, and it's just very. Um, it, this is not as easy of a ploy to just oh, lure them in there and lock them in and burn it down, which I think was a good idea, but. Um, if the thing won't burn, then and yeah. Also, Why did they bring it? Like siege towers are for assaulting like tall fortifications, and they're just going after like a village with some huts. We have to save There's those a wall. sheep. There's a wall. There's, There's a wall, wall around. But the is village. it like siege tower worthy wall? We I mean, did raise tower it, makes it higher as part of the fortification activities. I imagine like a cobblestone wall, like in, like in the hills of Ireland. You know, I'm like, that's not going to be a siege tower for that. Like, you, just, you just hop over it. We were using, like, magic to, like, raise things and cast wards. This Who also knows? isn't, like, it's not like a wall to keep the sheep in. It's a wall to keep the monsters that live in the forests out. So it's going to be a pretty tall wall, I think. I do like that this image shows a pen of dinosaurs and sheep. And then there's a few Zolgath in the back you can see. I did say that, though. I did say there were. And you can see also, like, the fires and the camps. Like, it's huge. Yeah. No, it is cool. I like how uh, it really paints a picture of the... Uh, yeah. That's what I wanted to show. I think it helps you better visualize. Like Nice art. The good, the good news is you're able to figure out how to, like, sneak in and sneak out. And because there's enough gaps and stuff and you're pretty stealthy and you have invisibility, the bad news is, A... We had to flee. They... Did not fail the morale check, and B, the person who's running the show is obviously insane, <laughs> and C, uh, she's a spellcasting gog that had zero fear of a dragon. So, yeah, yeah, yes, honey. I mean, in all fairness, it is just steel skill, though. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm a I'm a dragon in like cool armor. You're a scaly clown. I. Oh, oh, wow! God. What happened to you today? Oh my god, is this in character? Yikes. No, no, of course not. I'm just. <laughs> I am taking it as such, and Hap has just made a new enemy. Well, not enemy. A new nemesis. Well, that's frenemy. Also too strong. Frenemy. A new frenemy. Yeah, yeah. Frenemy. You can't walk through the countryside without accidentally killing like seven cows and two sheep. Oh, they were it. gonna eat them anyway. You when are you now a slightly weapon, bitter you do it rival. like an opera singer. And everybody dies from it. 
you're like just like a little bit bitter. You're like the lemon squeeze on top of some lamb shank or something. You're just like a little bit bitter, but still you're a slightly bitter rival. Am I still <laughs> sick? I'm taking that all off. As long as you're out of the camp. Thank gosh. All you're right. not sick. But as soon as you step in that camp, Fortitude save. Ugh. The entire camp stinks. All right. Hey, I, I, you know, I saw that in the in the treasure vault book they finally released like a regular old wearable magic item that helps you like clog up your nose so you don't have to deal with stink that's a great idea but unfortunately the treasure vault hasn't reached this part of the world yet so oh, sorry. but it is common uh, it's a common item oh. i just <laughs> we just need called? to go to a different Let continent up. talk to I an underworld my, dragon I got my treasure vault right wait, here wait. let's look it up What's i have one better i have a, a feat that is relevant it's called inventor where you just make a formula for That's an item true. you can That's then true. craft. So I will craft the formula for one of these nose plugs, and then I will craft you the go. magical nose plugs. Sell them to the Zelgas. Give me Maybe the they're page. just angry because they have the to page. smell each other. I don't have the book. Okay, I'll go Fine. I'll go to the other room, I'll get the book. Okay. Sell, sell so it to me. We need four sets of these and I need to make it. So that's five crafting over I need I need like three weeks. Are we allowed to use the new crafting rules? I think the new crafting rules, it takes like two or three days instead now. Yeah, it's way, it's way faster with the new ones. You know, if you use the monster part system, you'd have them all by tomorrow. Our game used it? Yay, reality shifted. If only that was up to our GM. It is. As soon as I see what it is, I just... It, the good news about Treasure Vault is it has a lot of stuff. The bad news is I have no idea where the stuff is. There's yeah, it does have stuff. a lot of stuff. It's Once the monster parts rules become true in our reality, Atron has a lot of monster parts in their inventory. <laughs> monster parts is great, man. They you have can just make whatever you want. I, I've been tracking them the whole time. I just used them in my spellcasting. All right, so as soon as we land somewhere west of this, Atron says, "What? What did you see inside?" Um. Okay. So you know those weird found it creatures that don't have faces. Yes. That we found with the ghoul. Okay. Yeah. So there was like a really big one and it was really scary and it bit me a lot here and here and here. And and also I um Okay. I don't want to go back in there. I will be uh bandaging and attending to any wounds that skill skill has. I'm so sorry many you were alone in that. You were not in there very long. Steel scale is, for the record, uh, down about 140 hit points. Wow. I assumed you were attacking them, but... Uh... From, like, two rounds. <sighs> no, I, you I, just, out. I got in there, and they weren't afraid of me, and then they hurt me a lot, and I flew out of there as fast as I could, but I'm so hurt. Hmm. Don't make me go back. I don't want to go back. Don't make me go back. We shouldn't go back until we're... Uh, have some sort of advantage. I don't think this plan's gonna work. Oh yeah, there was like a fire creature in there, yeah? Yeah. There was like yeah. a fire creature, and mm -hmm. it wasn't burning things as it walked around, so apparently um, burning this thing down isn't a good idea. And it's probably too big for us to just destroy conventionally. Mm. Is it the sense-stolen hood? Is that it? What yes. page is it? The sense-stolen hood on page 55. It lets you pick one of the senses, uh, be it auditory, olfactory, and visual effects. Yeah, you buy the, the hood just for that type. 
And then against saving throws that have that trait, you get a plus two or uh, a plus four if it's the level 12 version. It's a hood. It's also a consumable. It's a bag on top of oh. your head. But, mate, if it's the, you know, pr- presumably, if it's like the visual one, it's a bag on your head, but that's the only one that... It sounds like don't... a... Uh... I- I'll let you gong show this all you want, man. You want to you wanna wear a bag on your head? Look, sure. it says it says it dulls your senses without depriving unknown, you, so you get minus sulfur. one to rolls and checks using, using perception. The big yeah. plastic bag. So if you need to do perception, you know, you take a minus one, but you get plus two against stinkitude. Yeah, but it also you will use up your face uh, if you guys have anything on your faces, which I think is Steel Scale has something on her face. I don't know if it counts. Um, it's a feat. It's a class feature as part of the mm. armor. So I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, then probably not. Well, it's not like mass. we have time to make them now anyway. You know what? If you want, you can probably find stuff and just shove it up your nose, and I'll give you a plus one. How about that? Yes, let's find stuff. I would and shove love it up our to noses. shove some stuff up my nose. <laughs> yes, we show up to the next Zolgath fight, and we're like, ha ha ha, and like hero pose, but we all have like bits of dirt with grass sticking out, sticking out yep. of our noses. Big ugly plugs. Atron might recommend some of their incense instead, but <laughs> we've been fighting Zolgaths a long time. We know to shove random bits and bobs up our nose. Man. Steel Scale's giant, so she just has, like, not a cork, but a whole magnum bottle of wine up each nostril. <laughs> giant <laughs> bottles of wine. Well, well the cork do... was too small, so I just I just took the whole bottle. You could silence it the lambs it, you know, like where they put that stuff on their upper lip. Because uh, the... Uh, we had asked about copies. that. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've become more gentle in my old age, and now <laughs> I'm sure... I'll let it you is, sure. It is age from two I've got ago. an idea. The paste of whatever. Yeah. Sure. Now you can do it. You get like peppermint paste or something. You yeah. know, something that peppermint's a weed, so it grows pretty quickly and heartily. Um, you grab it, mulch it up, stick it on. Morning your lip. brown potion beans. I can. I, I've had this spell forever, and it's never been useful. I can cast creation and create for us some, you know, perfect nose plugs. I like it. Okay. They'll just be see... made out of plant matter. <laughs> that's like nice. corks. I want to see uh, steel scales later in a museum. That's like these are real dragon nose plugs. Okay. What is our plan? I don't know. The plan I had didn't work, and now I'm sad. I feel like the best thing we can do is try to slowly move our way through what is outside. And then if we can't get to what's inside to come outside, we have to fight that where it hides. We definitely couldn't get to what's outside to go in, so I doubt we're going to get out what is already in. Yes. Okay, so should we um, then try to land on the outskirts of this thing and just ambush that, maybe that group around the fire? Yes, I think we will have to. Although, are we going to now? I feel like now we have to wait. We can wait a little bit, but after we recover. After that should be okay. Hey, you know, we just saw a picture of that tower. It looks kind of top-heavy, doesn't it? No, it has big stone wheels. Hmm. What are you thinking? Oh, no. <laughs> well, nothing good, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it's a half idea, oh, no. so it's got to be bad. <laughs> if we, so, oh, God, this might actually work. 
God. Remember, you're a biologist, not an engineer. Uh, I'm a bi- Yes, but. But. Uh, oh, no, she has her calculator out. Oh, I do. no. I do. All right, so what? So, uh, with a sixth level enlarge, I can make all of us huge size. And if you're huge size, how much bulk can you can you carry? How much can you lift? Could we all just get underneath it and flip it over like a like a Volkswagen? I don't think so. It's so massive. And but I am huge not strong. Is so massive. Big doesn't necessarily mean strong. I mean, how, what what does enlarge do for your strength? It Nothing. makes you huge, which means that you're. Max it makes you higher. huge. Yeah. Right. So, like, this is how Steel Scale, when she is huge, can fly around with everyone on her back and still be light encumbrance because she just gets so much extra encumbrance for being a huge creature. Right. What's the encumbrance uh, uh, increase from being huge? Yeah, Vanessa, what is it? I used to have it pulled up. I don't remember. I once did the math on how much one bulk was, but I, I lost it. I don't know where it is anymore. I'll see if I can figure it out. Bulk is a combination of weight and size. That's the thing. It truly is bulk. Yeah. Because it's like you can carry, you know, like a large package of feathers. Although it's incredibly light, it's extremely bulky. So bulk is truly bulk. It's, yeah. Five plus strength modifier according to rules. Is there something that says when you grow, you get there it? Is. That's the I, question, yeah. I'll have to find it. I found it a few weeks ago when I got flight and wanted to know if I could carry everyone on my back. All I'm saying is they were expecting us to come in with magic and fire and flying. They weren't expecting us to just knock their stupid tower over. So, um, okay. So a huge creature has a bulk a four times their size bulk limit. So you calculate it and multiply it by four. Cool. Um, they also treat two bulk as light and one bulk as negligible. So if someone has like, here's my long sword, like steel scales, like cool, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, and if they had like, I don't know, a great sword or some bigger weapon, it would be like, yeah, that's two bulk. Um, I, I can carry a bunch of those, you know, without getting too weighed down. It's fine. Okay. So my max is 10. That means as huge, it would be 40. Is that right? It'd be 40. Yeah. Okay. But so- what I'm telling you is like, even though Steel Scale, who has a tremendous strength anyway, and then is huge and would have tremendous, tremendous amount of bulk, probably can't flip the tower. Not by yourself, that's what I'm saying. Okay, right. so like Darius. there's three wheels on either side. There's like three axles, two wheels each, right? Um, according to the picture that we have that I'm looking at, it looks like the wheels are all locked down with logs. We could move, you know... We, we could leave the logs in the back in place, grab the things on the front and lift. But I'm telling you, a giant siege tower like that is so massive that we might be able to move it. I bet we could, the four of us, two on each thing, could grab it and move it if we wanted to wheel it somewhere. Hmm, I wonder but if we're not like gonna... a hill we could wheel it to real quick. Just roll it down a hill. Does, like, we've my been base in the area, Steven. right is now a... is 15. Is there a... we... bulk right now is 15? Yeah, is there a hill in the area? Or could we spin it? Get them so sick to their stomach they leave? Does anyone have burrowing? <laughs> we like burrow under it? You yeah, know? you need to like, if you make a pit and it can't be pulled out of a pit. like some sort Wait, of what if we go underground and we find a cave worm and then we lure the cave worm up under the cave the worm would probably be their friend. <laughs> probably. He loves them. It would be like, hello. Hello, friend. So that's what I'm saying. I think that it's possible that the, the four of us, if huge, could probably grab those big long bits and pick them up and move the thing 
Um, but uh, we would still yeah. have to feed all there the There would definitely be outside. some attention. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, let's get a get an idea for the train. Like, would it be awful for them if you know it suddenly went into the a wrong lake. place? <laughs> Is there right, like, like a lake or yeah. a hill or something turning we can push the it dirt into, into mud mm-hmm. or no. sinking it somehow? I mean, I mean, then I, if, if, if you're saying four times your lift capacity is huge, that means mine would be at 60. Yep. But this thing is, you know, immeasurably gigantor, even if yep. we all work together. Right, what's the bulk on a Spanish galleon? You know, maybe we'd get a, a ballpark oh here. Is that, is, did they write that? What if we drop something on it? What if we drop something on it? We could drop something on it. What if... What if we drop something on it? Is there anything that we know of that would expand magically if we dropped it from a great height and then became big and we bombarded it? What about a bag of holding full of rocks that we fill it to max capacity and we drop it? But then like, because it's just a bag, it would probably rip open when it landed. And then um, all of the rocks would just come exploding out on the top of it. Oh, I see what you're saying. The the bag lands and then bloop, fills it with rocks. Not dropping rocks, but a bag of rocks that's like a rock grenade. Oh, I, I suppose you could just put a bunch of rocks in it and then turn it inside out while flying over Ooh. it. And then they would all just fall on it. That would probably be... You like fill it up with boulders and just like... How much them out? can you fit in the bag of holding? Total. Not, uh. I don't know if it's going to be enough to be bombardier situation. I can't do it right now. But tomorrow Mm -hmm. I could cast Telekinetic Call. That can lift something very big. That'd be cool. Okay, so what what bags of holding do we have access to? We have two. We have one with our stuff, and one that's for our ridiculous That's uh, the cabbage bag, and the cabbage cabbage bag bag. is a one. But the one with our stuff is what, a three? A two? Oh, I don't know. Okay, a bag of holding type two holds 50 bulk. A type three holds 100 bulk. Type 4, which we are high enough level to have access to, holds 150 bulk, but it's also pretty expensive. Anything we can do as we start they can outside... Do oh. I got it. ...is at least beneficial to us until we possibly need to be in that tower. We want to make sure that whatever we're doing to the tower will not jeopardize us. I believe you have two bags of holding type We do have one. two. All right, type second one. level type spell. Okay. It, we could, it's a common spell, so we could get the scrolls. Expeditious Excavation. Aha, now we're talking. Boom. There's suddenly, like, half of it, it just doesn't have a ground. <laughs> we could certainly... That's actually a really cool idea. I like that one. Yeah, oh, like, and definitely you get heightened, underneath. And heighten just... Yeah, so... What's the area? Like, how much dirt Well, the you... second level version is five feet by five feet. A cube oh, of five. No, no, it says a, few, a cube. Yeah, yeah, five across. So no, five, five by five. Five squares by five squares. Fifth level version is an additional five foot cube. So, yeah. So I mean, fourth level. No, it's height and plus two. Oh, yeah, fourth level. Okay, so Every two, six yeah. Level, yeah, but I mean, we won't be able to get six level anywhere well, near. Like, is that enough to, like, take, put half of it into a ditch? I mean, it's not probably planning to move while we're attacking anyway. So, does that really help us? Well, but that's the thing. It's off balance. Everybody's big, you push it over. Alright, so you would want to do the back wheels at the least. And each one covers 
arguably six five foot squares, maybe three. So let's just say we could get it in three, like, because we're not adhering to exact squares, um, to sink that whole side, right? Which is the side away from the bars that we could then also lift is huge. Okay. Expedis, expeditious excavation. Um, you would need, what, two, four, six, level six scrolls. Did you say two level six scrolls? Two level six scrolls. To get one side? To get, yeah, just like okay. the back wheels. Okay, and it's arcane and primal, so then two of us would have to cast. I think that's just me and Otron. Right. And then Darius and I, while huge, could then, as soon as it goes whoomp down, could then use that like sudden momentum to lift the front two things that they right. would like attach creatures to. We would lift the yoke essentially up as high as we can above ourselves and try and like help tip the thing over. Now that might work. That sounds fun. Darius, why don't you teleport to Eskadar and buy some scrolls? Look, it won't it won't kill it won't like kill the people inside, but it sure no. will piss them off. We would at least yeah, want it'll disrupt it to be, them real bad. Disrupt them for a while so while they, you know, for whatever reason, if we don't, you know, defeat whoever's inside it or whatever, or route this situation, they'll have a problem and de we'll delay them while they recenter the object. Yeah, it either buys it us more time or that's when we when we attack, you know? Right. But from the sounds of sound of thing, we that gug's going to be a problem. So mm -hmm. we yeah, definitely could use an advantage. Be a problem. Yes. Yeah, we need to keep it away from us. It is strong. It, the whole question would be whether they tried to come out while we were outside or if we have to slowly work our way to it. Well, are, how about, how far did we... I guess we left, like really left, right? Like we're out in the forest somewhere? Yeah, we're out in the forest somewhere. Because okay. we wanted to get away to not be pursued so we could like heal and discuss. Okay, how much healing do we need to do? 140 worth. Oh, All right, okay. well, that's um, 10 minutes, so that's like 40 minutes or so. 28 plus 30. Okay. I do uh, 56 every 10 minutes. Oh, there you go, then less than that. Like 20 minutes, maybe, to make yeah. sure you're refocused and ready to go again. Yeah, that works. All right, cool. 20 right, minutes. So go out in the forest. Ha. 20 minutes. Figure out this new stupid plan. Next, we have to get two six-level scrolls of... Expeditious excavation. There, let's go. Go get them. I can do that. Oh, and get some of those, some of those, uh, th those nose hoods while you're at it. Give me the money. Yep, yep and I'll yep. do it. And Darius was oh, never seen book. again. I forgot how much it was. Darius just living big up in Absalom, just taking the money and going. Those to fools just gave me all the money. Galarian <laughs> Tahiti. All right, so the sixth level version or the lesser hood is forty sure. gold pieces, and it only lasts ten minutes. But the twelfth level version bonus of plus four lasts for an hour. So but what? it's real expensive. Did you say twelfth level? Yes, yeah. the twelfth level version. Of what? Of the nose protecting hood. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh, three fifty, oh. you know, per, and they're consumable. So like, you just get the one use. <gasps> I thought you were talking about a spell level, and I'm like, what? <laughs> no. All right. Oh, yeah. How much are six level scrolls? Let's look that up real quick. Three hundred. Oh god. All right. So. So 600 for sure for the scrolls. We got that, right? Cool. Um, this plan's so stupid that we have to do it. I mean, we have to. Steel Scale has... Oh, well, a lot of that's in her treasury. Hap, you have 811 gold. I so. do, yeah. I'll Here, here's the 600 just straight out of mine. Just, <laughs> I want to see this stupid tower go over. It's worth it to me. Okay, what else are you doing? Give me the list and then we'll go through it. It sounds so far... So far... So crazy. 
All right. So All got... for a, well, for leverage, partial, partial distraction, hopeful. Benefit. I mean, I think it'll take the siege tower out of here because it's good. Without a crane, it's going to be really hard for them to like lift this thing back up. That's true. They might have to just like rebuild it. A bunch of dinosaurs to, you know, whatever. It would be a. It would be an effort. A bunch okay, of dinosaurs to bry it. I mean, if we tip it and it breaks because of that, that would be, you know, maybe not like shatters into uselessness, but at least Wait, becomes something they have to repair. If it falls over and like the big gug guy's in it, what if he takes like what if it takes like twenty five percent of his health or something, right? Like that's a serious advantage. I mean, he'll probably take some damage, but it's gonna be yeah. like, all right, I took six d six damage, and I'll be like, yeah, well. And if he takes no damage and he just like emerges like from the flames and the wreckage, all pissed off, that'd be cool. It'd suck, but it'd be cool. I mean, that's more like what's gonna happen. Except we're not I setting it on fire. It's almost better yeah. so if they don't be come out while we're fighting things, but yeah. I mean, I am excited to be huge. I'm not going to lie. We'll also have to get like in front of it, and there were definitely Zolgaths hanging out in front of this thing. So we'll have to defeat them, and then run over and do this plan before anything comes out. Or we... Do the invisible do thing again. Land quick. A couple of us are invisible, right? You and I? Okay. Like, we're both, you know... Could it? Could it be just so easy that they're angry because we've never given them a show? Maybe the circus needs to come to the Zolgas and it could solve oh my all of God, this. They, they tore our tent apart. They came to the show. They were jealous because they couldn't. Yeah, they, they were jealous they this whole invited. time. They didn't buy a ticket. All right, new plan. <laughs> new plan. <laughs> all Zolgat stink show. Did you just say a stink show? Yeah, the stink show. Welcome to the stink show. It's um, well, what are we? What are the performances? Uh, you know, all stink based. No, they like dinosaurs. They like like stink. dinosaurs. They are stinky. Farting. They like stinky. No, they love We sticks. would want to have a water number, which bad we cheese, bad cheese, blue cheese sampling. Like we also have to do something for the candy. gugs, right? Because we know there's a gug leader, so we have to be like, like gug, 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 you know, or something. The yeah. Gugs love like like clapping balls. They love things that are upside down. I think that's easy. Acrobats are upside down all the time. All right, so so what are we buying? We're buying two six level scrolls of uh, excavation, uh, dirt, expeditious dirt, exca of dirt, dirt slap. And then, uh, who can enlarge us six Are, levels? I, I can already. Oh, look, a butterfly! I have that just out, just out of the gate. That's what I do. Well, steel scales are already big, so you only need one of those, and then we need two more invisibilities. You're, right? Are you big enough? You can, you're, you can be huge. Like, like I can only it? make huge. Oh, casting this on you won't make you like mega scale. No, I don't turn into a kaiju. No. I steel scales. Oh my head. god, that would be amazing! <laughs> kaiju scale, that'd be amazing. If dun, you did dun, have dun. a kaiju, tenth level kaiju size spell, I would just pick up the siege tower and hurl it as far as I could. I mean, if if it's less than sixty bulk, I could whirling throw it. <laughs> but no, it's it's too big. It's too big. All right. So what about the I, the stink? I whirling throw the siege tower. What is this Pathfinder first edition? Come yeah, on. Yeah. Right. You know the ten minute stink masks are only forty. Like we can get a bunch. That's of not those. bad. We can do that. I mean, ten minutes is plenty. You know, for for. Fighting in this stink-heavy camp. Yeah, and, and plus two is a big plus two. Uh, yeah, plus two is a big deal. Gra grab some of those, and then at least we'll have those. And minus one to days. anything that involves perception. But hey, I mean, maybe who cares? That's minus only one initiative. To initiative. Fine. That's right. Usually we, you know, well, initiative. And miss. if you're like trying to like spot something, you know, something eh, like hiding from you. Know. you. Being I mean, big man. makes it harder to catch people that are hiding from you. No, 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 no. no. The, the, the mask. The, 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 the mask. Oh, all right, all right. Eh. 
<laughs> bag over your head. All right, so do you want to get like eight of it's those? It's a balaclava of anti-stink. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Get eight. I'll call up death. All right, eight times See if I can 40. use this helmet. Yeah. yeah, What? whatever big weird spells you have, now's the time to... Actually, death try and Altaron right. would really get along. For eight mass, it's 320 gold pieces. Who wants to pocket that? Or who wants to... Well, I'm going to be that? going to get them, so... Okay. Unless What's it called? What's the bag called again? Sense dulling a hood. Yes. It's just a bonus. Watch us still fail the save. I mean, that's always a possibility, and it happens uh, a lot, all the time. I wonder. It, so when you when you smell it first, you're like, "Oh, this is awful," and you get the plus two. But if you fail that, and now you're making saves against it, like the second save, does that still have the olfactory trait? Yes. Oh, um, I'll tell you in a second. Good question. Yes, because you're nice. in. What's causing it is being in the aura of the stinkitude, and it's hard for you to overcome it because you still smell it. Um, you're sick because of the aura, and you continue to be sick because of the aura. As soon as you lose, leave the aura, it actually makes it much easier for you to mm. overcome it. So, We're in a way, yes. So the good news is it'll keep. It'll, you'll still get to plus two or plus four for other saves if you need right, to. Cool. We're basically getting Plague Doctor masks. Basically. Is it overkill to get the level 12 versions? Yes. I mean, this is a big boss. It's a right? lot. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah, okay. Let's get the level 6. Plus 2 still something pretty good. Yeah. All so right, how so much? How many 6 of those you're buying? I think 8. Oof. How much is that? 320. What level? Uh, level 6. Level 6. Which is the least level Okay. Anything else we need? Did you say we need more invisibility scrolls or something? Uh, I think I have one invisibility left. I have, I have two, like two focus. Oh. I have one greater invisibility, i.e., fourth level, and one second level. But Dash, right. you need to save your focus points, right? Eh, I mean, eh. I already used abundant step, and I can turn invisible twice a day. Uh, yeah. Like, I got rid of True Strike as a spell I, I remember. Invisible, invisibility spells are probably cheap. You probably, you know, get them. They are. Wait, didn't didn't the Gug, like, look straight through? No, Steel Scale wasn't invisible. Was he? Mm, don't remember. No, I mean, before, just because no. one creature can see invisibility. Yeah, it, well, invisibility, it. it's level two, so you can get level two scrolls. That's probably cheapest. cheapest oh, no, I, for the last situation, I was invisible. Yeah, and, well. This so, is more like evading the. Mm -hmm. uh, outside Zolgas. Patrols and stuff, Patrols, yeah. you know, giving us an advantage. So, how much are level 2 scrolls? Close. Level 2 scrolls uh, are cheap. Level 2 scroll is 12 bucks. Let's get 8 of those, too, so we always have them if we need them. We what can do all they? kinds of dumb stuff. What are, what are they? What are you buying? 12. Scrolls of invisibility. I guess. Scrolls of sneakitude. Those aren't uncommon? I don't know, are they? Invisibility. I'm looking at Archives of Nethys, and I don't see it saying uncommon. Invisibility is just... No, it's nope, not it's uncommon. Not. It's spell. just the potion that is. Okay, cool. See? Too much Paizo in your blood. I didn't even know that was a thing. Need a transfusion, need a transfusion. I'm never, never, never gonna thing. gem again. But only people who can cast spells well, can use the scrolls, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a... Uh, you know, that's... Yeah. Only Autron, actually. I don't cast arcane spells. No, well, there you go. So Autron's getting eight scrolls of invisibility. Awesome. Do, do, do. How many may can I sell? 
Sell none of them. All of them. All right, that's 96 gold pieces. So, and I don't think we need to buy anything else after that, right? 96 for that? Yep. Okay, I guess Steel Scale's footing the bill for everything here. Good job, Steel Scale. Hey, I need that. <laughs> I think everything in my hoard is accounted for, like is giving me bonuses. I'm just putting it under, uh, I'm just putting it in your tab. We'll figure it out later. You guys, oh, okay. this is one of these adventures where you get gold at the end. <laughs> what? Sure. This is the first time. Yeah, we've got quite a bit of money, just haven't tried to shop. Really? We have a lot of stuff. That's why I'm just putting it towards your tab. We'll figure it out later. No, yeah, more than we sold some stuff and we bought some stuff. You have we'll more than enough to Well, if it's this. just going mm -hmm. on our tab, I'll put my 800 gold back in my pocket. Oh, no, not your tab. That's your tab. Oh, your tab crap. is that you're, you're, you're gone. You're tapped out. I, uh, but I'm just writing it down. Don't worry. We'll figure it out. Um, so the plan is Darius is going to Eskadar. Yep. Yeah. And he's going to hang out with Kate, Cat. No, get some I can go. Hots. I have. Uh, I haven't used any charges today. So oh, I know. I You're gonna go hang out at Hamlet's Hots, have some lunch with grab. Kate, I'm gonna grab a grab some sandwiches like usual, and then come back with all the stuff. And then, and when you walk in, they're like, "Woohoo, Darius, you stink, man! <laughs> what is the press the digitation?" You don't have prejudication. Someone does. Someone I press, does. I can press the digitate. Darius. Okay. We can't send our Darius Dash off the, Darius off dash. the stink. Darius Dash. Darius, you're not going to get a good review and no tip. You stink, man. <laughs> what does Hap have for healing slots? Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a sorceress. All of my slots can be healing slots. All right, because I got mm, I have a first level soothe. Soothe, man. You know, in uh, Starfinder, that stuff will kill you. I have a couple Dave spells and those old second level for, and that first level wand. So, yeah, okay. Are uh, you out of spells? I'm out of the healing. Are you guys oh. in rest? I, I don't remember. have much for healing. Oh, well. Um, and I've used it to keep people alive yep. last couple battles. Yeah. Um, I used all my... Uh, seventh level. I have one seventh level left. You guys can probably rest. I mean, it's been pretty late, and oh, actually, yeah, just rest. in a weird way, we rushed here and then right. didn't rest, and found out that we effed around and found out that yep. it was not a good idea. Not a good yeah. idea. So we should and definitely rest and come back here at full strength. If yeah. and where in a weird way, because of uh, your hijinks, you've put the camp at high alert, and if anything. Uh, you kind of have caused enough of a distraction that mm. this is probably a good time because they're not going to be moving out anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sort of. In a weird way, it's it's good and bad. Let me just finish and then you can talk. Is that they are definitely been scrambling and starting to get ready. So it looks like they might be going sooner than you expect, but it's not going to be like tonight. Does that make sense? It's more like, yes. it's like oh, we got to move up our plans. So maybe they were going to be going in five days, and now they're going to go in two or three days. But you've definitely bought yourself some time. So there you go. Do but with what, that as you will, and I think where, you totally can rest. But did we ruin our intel? Like, where are the commanders going to be Like when we come back? <laughs> well, oh, wherever the siege tower thing. is. Yeah, they're All still going to figure out the tower. Thing. Yeah. You could do your eyeball thing. You can... Whatever you want, but I'm saying oh, you totally They can see invisible okay. things, though. 
Well, maybe one of them could. Yeah. Someone I'm not saw me when I was the invisible. Eyeball. I think we'll still go to the tower, and then if we have to hunt other things down, we will. Yeah, that actually has yeah. a problem I found out with that eyeball thing, because if people can see invisibility, they can see that eyeball. Yep. What's this weird eyeball doing here? All right, they, so they, we rest. Ooh, they know what that weird eyeball is. Where are you resting? Are you going back to town? Are you hanging out? Are you all going to Escadar? Are you just, like, camping out in the middle of the woods and telling each other ghost stories? I wish we could all go to Escadar. I think the latter. Yeah. Okay. Camping in woods. the woods. Okay. Telling uh, ghost stories. Why aren't, we in, why aren't we in town? It's so far away. It is far away. It's really far Oh, away. I see. Yeah, okay. So far away. All right. Resting. You go rest. Officially, you can press that button and rest. Ooh, I, I get all my any, spells back. I don't want anyone to die. I want everyone to go in full strength. So when you die, you know it wasn't cheap. You know it was everything you did was for nothing. You know, exactly. He's like, right. you know, we tried our best and still wasn't enough. Now, if we're resting, I could prepare a telekinetic call. You should do it because you yes. might have to need a little Whatever boost. You want, man? I'm up for yeah. everything. I yeah. love this idea of tipping the tower. I think it's great. You might be able to throw logs at the top and like give it a little extra push to We're go. We're pushing, over and then you, you go kaplam. Totally kablam, Jenga kablam. this tower, man. Just yeah. bang it over. I love it. I love crazy plans when they come together. <laughs> but the first one was good. I didn't know it was fireproof. Or that, like, no, there was a one punch. We all like that plan. I was a good plan. As much as it, you learned Nailed. a lot. We learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Intelligence. Accidental is, scouting. Intelligence yeah. is. I'm I mean, prepared in, as a wizard. In real world, in the real life, that's like intelligence is 95% of combat, so. Repairing some flies. I'm not preparing I played Starfinder. You shoot guns with dexterity. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't use intelligence for that. Do you use intelligence for anything? You guys don't what? have a wizard. I mean, who uses intelligence? Steel scale Me. is very smart. Steel scale. Which is intelligence. is very smart. What's steel scale's intelligence? A plus five. Wow. What? Yeah. Hat thinks with charisma. What? Let me look it up. Oh my god. Steel scale has a 20 intelligence. Why is steel scale so dumb? No I'm not. I'm very smart. They're chaotic. <laughs> They're smart. Chaotic isn't synonymous with dumb. Thank you. I think you. that's street smarts. I think you're confused. No, no. She like understands engineering and how things are put together, which means she should be good at toppling this freaking tower. She probably should. Eccentric. She probably should be good. Guess we're going to find out. Hmm, okay. I'm thinking we're going to take telekinetic bombardment. Do I keep the tornado of doom that does debuffing or the shadows that attack people? Hmm. The shadows do damage each round where the tornado shows up, does, what is it, drain? It does like drain and fear, I think. Fear when it leaves. Yeah, shadow, shadow rate is for attack. Tempest of Shades is for debuff. I like to debuff, because yeah, if we time it right, in a time where everyone's ready to do their big attack, then we can just open up whenever they And I love up. a tornado of doom. I oh, do. That's so good. Okie dokie. Alright, cool. What's a tornado of doom? Tempest of Shades. The one you don't like. Nope. I do not like that. I banned that from all games. <laughs> uh, mm, ooh. The Gug seems spellcastery. Feeble mind could be fun. Yeah, feeble mind. Hmm. Oh, it's incapacitation. Eh. 
never mind. I'm guessing that's a big baddie. Just let me know when you're ready. Well, in the morning, I head to Escadar. Yep. I cast Hamishalette. Okay, you head and to I, Escadar. And buy breakfast. And buy breakfast. And masks. <laughs> so do you know Hamlin's Hots, Larry's Lukewarms, and Caleb's Cold is officially in uh, the Jewel of the Indigo Isles Adventure. Oh house. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It's like a, it's like a whole culinary academy, right? In fact, the Orpark's entire food-based culture is based on temperature. Do they get to meet Hamlin yeah. and Caleb? Oh my goodness! That's their that's their fact. That's instead of having um, instead of having things like French cuisine or Chinese or Japanese or Italian cuisine, they're all based on temperature. And there's even a whole language against that here. I can tell you if you give me one sec. It's as quickly as I can get the PDF open. Here we go. Almost there. Here we go. Um, so we say, hey, be careful. It's getting really Hamlin. I mean, it's really hot. So Hamlin is sometimes used instead of the word hot. Larry is sometimes used instead of the word lukewarm. Caleb is used instead of uh, cold. Oh, come on, Mom. It's gone to Larry. I don't want this. <laughs> it's, it's exactly. That's right. And it's, uh, it does see what this like one, this little joke has gotten so out of control <laughs> that it's become part of an entire culture. And the Academy of Tastes, uh, is completely built around the three, you know, there's Hamlet's Hot. According to the local legend, the first three restaurants to truly distinguish themselves in Seaview's history were founded by three brothers. Hamlin, Larry, and Caleb each Amazing. disagreed with each other about the proper temperature to serve food. And this disagreement led to the traditional divisions of more pork food into hot food, lukewarm food, and cold food that persist today. And even formed the foundation underpinnings of many of the lessons at the Academy of Taste. Hamlin's Hots has three enormous ovens in its substantial kitchens where diners sit around its open ki floor kitchen and receive hot dishes served right onto their plates, steaming and bubbling from the ovens. Larry's Lukewarms, Larry, a long ago founder of Larry's Lukewarm, was firm in his belief that any effort of the body takes to cool down hot food or warm up cold food to body temperature was effort wasted. <laughs> Lukewarm food, he believed was the only kind that can truly show the full flavors to the consumer. This guiding principle has remained in Larry Lukewarm's, one of Seaview's most established restaurants. It has a surprisingly small kitchen, as most of the food is quick and easy to prepare, even if the meals on which they're served are very elaborate. And finally, Caleb's Coles. The dining room of Caleb's Coles is carved deep into the stone of the gourmet ridge. All the better to keep the restaurant's uh, pantries chilled to the required temperature to keep and prepare cold foods. Fervent in his assistance that only cold food preserved flavors appropriately, Caleb became famous for serving icy desserts as well as entrees best served on a platter of ice beneath the plate. Although Caleb's Coles remains a popular dessert restaurant and has opened much later than Hamlin's Hots or Larry's Lukewarms, True Epicureans who follow Caleb's philosophy also prefer cold soup and frosted meats for their main course. Oh, this is great. Spectacular. There you go. Now you know what those restaurants are even like. There's even like a whole thing. And they're all right next to each other. 
And you know, technically, biologically speaking. Larry, oh my God! Larry is right. Your body wow! does use energy. <laughs> does use energy to, to you know to to make food the correct temperature for breaking it down. It's negligible most times, but it it is a true. It is true. So Larry is the true connoisseur, the true chef. Now, also though, you do have to, you know, cook your food to you know sanitize it, right? But yes. Uh, otherwise, at room temperature, it's most efficient for you to process. There you go. So he knew what he was talking about. That's why each each of the three food groups uh, have their own pluses and minuses. The food groups. That's right. Three food groups. Hot, lukewarm, yeah. and cold. It's the pyramid of food. There's three points to it and three sides. It's just, it's a pyramid nope. of food. It is. It's literally just, it's a triangle of food, really. Because the pyramid Wait. has... Pyramid this is, is like our form. food pyramid. Like I feel like lukewarms are on the bottom. It's like the base layer. You need more lukewarms. You get you get yeah, a medium amount pyramid. of hot, but just a few colds. Just a few colds. Also, literally, the pyramid of food is a triangle. <laughs> so yeah, it'd only be a pyramid if it was three dimensional, right? So it's a well, we live in three D space. Two dimensional so pyramid <laughs> or three dimensional triangle. I live in flatland too. Everything's sprites and pixel art now. Just Flatland's a weird 2D. book. It's a great book. I love Flatland. I have not read it like in thirty years. That book is old too. That was written like in the eighteen hundreds or something. It's incredibly old. Very weird book. Um, okay, so you go to Larry's and you don't stink anymore, and you get some sandwiches, get some, uh, you know, all that fun stuff. All right, and uh, you get your two scrolls of expedition ex- excavation. Eight scrolls of soul, soul. Wait, let me try. Eight scrolls of invisibility. Eight <laughs> sense dulling hoods. Two scrolls of expeditious expectation. And a partridge in a pear tree. There you go. You got it all. Excellent. Now what? It was so bad. That was kind of rough. I'm not going to lie. Please, please cut I that all out. I love the effort, though. Very enjoyable. Hey, man. It's all about the effort. That's all it is. Care it about. is. So now what? You're all rested up. God knows what spells Otteron has. Could destroy everyone, I know it. Nocticula knows. I need to choose between Phantasmal Calamity or not. Can't help you there, baby. You What's the other one? Out. Um, so I'm thinking either between Prismatic Armor or 7th level Phantasmal Calamity. Which one I mean, would work better against a 16 foot tall, super massive Gug that can one punch people? Phantasmal or prismatic armor. Because it can make you dazzled. Oh, there you go. I haven't the used dazzle phantasmal. the dragon. I can still use phantasmal calamity six level. Maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna have tempest of shades. I I haven't used phantasmal calamity yet. That's the one I wanted to do as we came down, but then there was the stupid shadow globe. Stupid shadow globe. Stupid shadow globe. globe. Ruined everything. Yeah. How dare you? Well. Just don't do whatever you really want. Did, man. Thirty foot burst. I'm just waiting. You tell me. Mm, Let me know when I'll, you're ready. I'm going to hold off here on that and, one. And, uh, I don't think I talked for like thirty minutes straight. That might be a record. <laughs> when you guys were talking, so you guys and not talk... just in the game, like a record in real life. Here's the funny thing. You know, when I'm here, I never talk all day. I like sit here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's why I talk so much now, because I, I get it all built up. I do think most people do find 
that speaking makes for good radio. Yeah. Speaking what? <laughs> That's right. Speaking, that it makes for good radio. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, okay. Let me know what you're doing, and I'm sitting here waiting, and I will let it happen. God knows. Well, I mean, if it's time, it's time, right? I guess, you know, we... we, we I guess... We, what did we do last time? We sent a dragon flying overhead? Like, I, how do we get in there? We flew in. We flew in? And I think that... So, we make the dragon invisible, and then we all get in the bag. Is that it? Uh, probably. How did that we did last time? Makes sense. All right. I think you just rode on me, because I can carry y'all, but... All right. If we're doing this invisibility thing, so the big question is, are we clearing out the troops in front of it first, or trying to knock the thing over first? Well, I mean, if there's a bunch... I mean, we would land, you know, next to where we would knock it out. And if we have to clear the troops out first, then we have to clear the troops out first. Although, what Uh, if this was... Okay. What if? Hear me out. This is a terrible idea, but but it's how things work in, like, movies and in video games. Somebody has to fight the hordes off while two others are working the objective. They're excavating and pushing the tower. Okay, but our our best time to push on the tower is right when it falls. Because if you're thinking about physics, you got this big tower, and when the back falls out, the two things are going to happen. One, the center of gravity is going to change, but as it falls, it's already going to have a lot of momentum going one direction, and you want to leverage that literally to continue that movement and tip it over. So that really should happen all at once. Um, I think our options are to fly in invisible, ready to just knock it down immediately, even while invisible, um, which, which means basically all four of us need to be invisible, right? Technically, we can just do stuff while invisible, right? Like, it's yeah. not gonna, those aren't technically hostile actions, so I mean, we should just be able to do it all, all like that. Tipping it over probably is. I don't know that the expeditious excavation is, but yeah. The excavation yeah, I mean, isn't hostile. But it's definitely the pushing over of it. The pushing over will be. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to trigger at least that outside encounter if we sneak in and just do that first. But it has got a greater chance of attracting the critters inside to come outside and fight us. So that might turn into a mess. If we fight the stuff outside, we don't have to worry about being invisible walking up to it. We just basically land, surprise, kill some people outside. And once the area is clear, then just do the excavation thing. I like that. That's also... I don't want us to fight the outside stuff, and then the boss inside's like, well, I'll go join this fight, and then we've we've done all this stuff. He didn't seem really concerned about, or she, or it, I don't Uh, know. They didn't really see him. Did it cast any spells at you? It did a lot of stuff. I remember getting punched. (laughs) I thought there was like a ninth level spell or something that got thrown at you. I think so. I don't remember. I would ask you if it cast any spells at you that you could identify. Uh, Let me go back through my memories, aka the chat log, and try to remember. Cheater. Well, I it was like weeks ago. Hostile action. I got bit. I got a, a war flail whacked at me. If you cause harm or damage to another creature, either directly or indirectly, that is considered a hostile action. Ah, here we go. Horrid wilting. Yes. Uh, the the big nasty gug. That sounds uh, right. Cast yeah. some spell that drained all the moisture from me, and I got super thirsty. No comment on that. It's too easy. <laughs> just go in we knock it over deal with the repercussions no i, I, I think i, I think I we deal think... with the little ones first we deal with the little ones first okay otherwise we are going to get overwhelmed yeah i i completely agree we keep in mind if you first if you tip it over you're gonna cause a lot of people in the camp to to notice hey, it 
Right. Yep. Yes. So it should be the last thing we do after we defeat whoever's right here yeah. on this fire. Clear the rabble around the fire, then tip the thing over. And then maybe and bail then escape. out. <laughs> right. Depending on what goes on next. This is a dangerous assassination mission. That's really what we're doing here. Did you say dangerous or dumb? Well, I mean... Uh, Fine line. It's only dumb until it works. Okay. I'm ready whenever everyone else is ready. When people have st- spells determined and invisibilities to do and yeah i mean i'm doing my regular like long strider all right we're gonna do a similar approach to we did last time uh turn steel scale invisible and she will carry everyone in a bag of holding for a short duration um and then she'll land in a spot out of view of everyone and pull y'all out of the bag and then we'll charge on in i might have missed it was there a spell yes yeah hard wilting the, the gug cast a big gross spell that made Steel scale thirstier than usual. Lauren. <laughs> not touching that. I'm not touching it. Um You know hey, how long does invisibility last? It's like one minute. Ten minutes or something. Ten minutes? How ten. long how long will it take us to to get there? Eleven minutes. Damn it. Well, I mean that matters. We could invisibility up now. We get out of the bag. We all cast stone skin. A few skin. minutes. A few minutes. Not that long. Stone skin, yeah, that's good. Yeah. While we're invisible, we cast stone skin, then we begin the dirty deeds. Uh, you're gonna wear the hoods. And yes. The hoods. Yeah. Well, I think we should put the hoods on while we're in the bag. Or, right. That's yeah. Fine. I mean, or as soon as you get out, like we'll have a little bit of prep time. I think. Yeah. But we gotta do it before we hit the camp because it's immediate save. Yeah. So we'll have to basically oh, have two minutes shaved off of the ten that it will last for. Oh, okay. okay. That's fine. Right. Okay. All right. So we do that. So as uh, yeah. Um, before we leave, uh, Otteron takes out some dried, like, looks like some sort of flesh of a creature, crumples it as they touch their own chest, and chants, Vorej Lachet, Het Laten, and then says aloud, Orid Wilting, and I'm casting spell immunity on myself. Nice! That's cool. Awesome. Nice. I don't want to get hard wilted. What does that do? Um, it. Well, it's not good for your health. No, the, the smell. Smell immunity. Yeah, choose a spell and name it aloud as part of the verbal component. Attempts to counteract the spell whenever spell immunity target is the target of the name spell or in that area. So, it's a counteract check, but at least it's a chance yeah. not to get affected by it. Is this in your list? What levels then? Curious. Fourth level. It's nothing crazy. Well, that's pretty good. That's a, that's, that's a good idea. I've never seen you. We rarely get in a situation where I know exactly what spells things have. Yeah, so. yeah. That intelligence. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why Atron asked. Bell immunity. I've never seen that. <laughs> okay, so you do it. Do you have to say something? Um, oh, it just choosing. Oh, well, you got to choose a, a spell and name it out loud. Yep, that's what Atron did. Said hard wilting aloud. Hard wilting. But it's not a guarantee. It's a counteract check, so I could still roll it. Is crap. it like what are you? What is the check that you must make? What did you say? I'm what sorry. is the check that you must make? Like a counteract check, wi- which is a what? A sp- it's my level plus proficiency level. plus gotcha. intelligence. Gotcha, gotcha. So basically, like like yeah, a spell attack. roll. Spell attack roll. Basically, it's a, it's a fancy gotcha. save. Headphones. I missed half of what you said. Stupid headphones. Okay. Well. You cast it, and I made a note, so we try to remember. Who's invisible? 
Everybody. Uh, everyone's going invisible. Oh, using right on my damn back. Scrolls on everybody. Okay. Or right on your back, and then as we get close, we put the hoods on. Yep. Yep. Put on the hood. Right, everyone, get ready to die. All right, you put on the hood. We do stone skins. And we stone skin up. Let me. Oh, I wish I had stone skin. Because that's like twenty minutes, you know. Yeah. You stone skin. Good call. Stone skinning. Uh, yeah. Uh, a reflection of stone. Ooh. Yep. I will give you. I don't have that, so I, will I have like an you. armor thing, like a little shield. Uh, sure. We need like a wanna, little rock button. If everyone's invisible and not in a bag, do you want to land where we did before, next, like to the south of the tower, or do you want to land like? The north of the bonfire where all the people were, but still yeah, with like a bunch of crates separating us from the people in front of the tower. I mean, if we're attacking those four individuals in front of the tower, we should land close to them. Oh, is the map updated? They're there. I don't know. But we, I, I just remember from last time there were some Zolgaths milling around the bonfire and there were some Zolgaths in front of the tower. And I just didn't know which place you wanted me to land. Or back around the back of the tower and we can assess from there. But I figure... If we're invisible and just assaulting them from invisibility, we can land wherever we want, pretty much, hopefully. Right, and yeah. not just too close where they feel wind. I mean, let's just land by the tower and see where we're at. All right, all right then I'll, we'll just be in the corner and we'll wander over to wherever we're going. Wanda. I think I'm also too small. I should be large. You want to be bigger? Or huge, yeah. When we're outside. I think I was large so that way I would, um, you would, I would fit, fit it. Yeah. inside the tower, yeah. All right. Did you guys have the plus two hoods? Yes. 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 Not the plus four. All right. You got your hoods on? Yep. Hoods on. Yep. You got your invisibility on? Yep. 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 You got your stones to get on. Check. Stones check. check. Yeah, you got you got armor still skill. You're fine. Anything else? Nope. Uh, I think so. Uh, you think there's more? What? One more. Uh, how long was the flight? Two minutes. Before we dive in, do you want to throw your little eyeball down there? I did not prepare it. Okay. Um, Ataran will cast a six-level heroism on steel scale. Oh, you finally figured it out. What? <gasps> Secretly the best spell in the game. Charism is so good. It's the best spell in the game. It really oh is. Gosh. Yeah, so that's a up there with plus taste. Two? Yeah, you get plus two. Last ten minutes. I have one more of them, but I'll hold on to it. I don't have a picture for heroism. I gotta update these icons. Um, Ataron casts first or third level heroism on themselves. Oh my god! Really? Look, gotta keep get third level. Yeah. yeah, that's the regular one. Cast it on myself. But it's still scale good. Sixth level. The better one. Wow, look at that ninth level heroism. That's crazy. One day. Atron makes you believe in yourself. Also possibly take risky action. But, alright. That is truly all. Alright, I gave you the panache icon, which is the closest thing I have to heroism. It's basically the same thing. A lot of icons on you people. Atron did the false life at the beginning of the day, so that's active already. Look at that. You're just iconed up. Got a whole row here. Atron is covered of icons. I, I changed the um, value from six to two because it's a plus two bonus, so that's easier to remember. And what's Atron? Just plus one? Yeah, plus one. Okay. I was doing the level, but you're probably smarter Yeah, it's than just, me. it's easier to glance and be like, oh yeah, plus two to everything. Yeah, right. 
And then, well, I also gave you the star. That was the plus two to your fort save, by the way. Oh, I had to reload because my icons were That's fine. All right, here we go. Anything else? No. Not I give out the, not the bacon, egg, and cheeses. Nice. <laughs> nice. Are they still hot? Sure are. They better be, otherwise... You They're enchanted them. wrapping. Come on, man, you know this. <laughs> it's enchanted wrapping. It's called tin foil. It's this incredible It's, it's me- metal that is so, so thin. And yet it keeps things so hot. <laughs> or so cold. It does so everything. Cold. It's amazing, this strange metallic aluminum. It's, it's the only thing that Caleb Aluminium? and Adam agree on. Aluminium, aluminum. Interestingly, uh, tinfoil itself isn't great about keeping something hot or cold. It's the space in between the multiple layers of tinfoil, which is why you yes. want to wrap it a few times. Wrap it a few times. So, what are we doing? You tell me. I'm waiting. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Okay, you're zooming over. I think we're zooming over. Steel are you scale. all on her back? Or no, we're in the, the bags. Invisible yeah. on the back. If, yeah. yeah. Invisible. Yeah. Everyone's invisible on the back. We're yep, not we doing the rock bag thing, so it's okay. Okay, yeah. you fly over as soon as you get into the airspace. Give me a fortitude save. A stinkatude save. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, if you run out of range of your party healer, it's your own damn fault and you deserve to die. <laughs>